Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Niners looking scary recently. Yeah. Who is the scariest team? Which one is the scariest in the NFL? That was a beautiful live shot. We're here at Seaport in, in, uh, in New York, and uh, we just had a live shot of the Seaport. There's nothing like this time of year in, in the Northeast, like in New York City. When the lights are up, even oh, if it's it, great, oh, it's so beautiful. Then look at this, just gorgeous. Then right through New Year's, New York is the greatest. Like after summer, when it's sweltering, right mm-hmm. all through the fall and New Year's, it's beautiful. It's great Thanksgiving, and then Christmas and New Year's, and and all this stuff, and. Then the lights come down. The gloomy after New days, Year's. the gloomy months. The lights come down. Don't, don't, Jay. I don't, don't be a Debbie Downer in the morning right now. I am so focused on Christmas. I am my last minute Christmas shopping, Max. Oh, really? That, that's who I am. I was actually going to start to make the argument. You know, I have a, a, a platform that I could run for office on, which is uh, Wednesdays off. It's a federal holiday, uh, right? I like that. And here's the other thing: I'm taking March out of the calendar. I don't know how yet. You got to. You have to talk to the sun and the Earth's rotation well, about Madness. that. Don't do that to but, me. Sport. But well, you could do it in February. Here's the problem with March: February you think Madness. you're out of it after the lights come down and it's just cold and bleak like and the days are short. Ours. I don't. Yeah. You think that you're out of it. And you're like, okay, if when I get through February, we're getting towards spring, and then March comes, and it's as bad as January or February. No, I mean, but you got – that's what I'm saying, March Madness. That's true. Yeah, that's that's the saving that's the grace of the month. That's the one thing that kind of keeps you going. It's the saving grace. I'm talking to the guy. I'm like, oh, I hate March. He's two-time player I'm of like, the year. I'm like, stop man. killing my sport Champion. over here. Um, so yes, have you gotten your Christmas shopping no, done no, yet? No, I wait until the last minute. I, I, I always do it. I go into the city. I go to different stores. I end up buying a lot of stuff. It's you don't do it online? I, you do the brick and mortar I too? I try to do enough online. I just don't have the patience to do it. And then I start, I, I become like my father. I become way too, I'm like, oh, you're trying to overcharge me by 10%. 5% inflation. I'm not buying it. You know, I have three daughters, Jay, and they really want to know who chose the gift. So I have Santa failed. Still chooses to I have failed. Like I'm just as surprised as them when they open it. I don't know. Told, like, oh, look at what they got. I don't do the shopping. You just told your kids that Santa doesn't exist, didn't you? You're well, we do those. Hanukkah, Jay. Right. Sorry. Yeah. So, <laughs> but no. But yes. Had I, that one. No. No. But had I, I would never have told them that Santa. No, I don't believe in magical thinking, Jay. Yeah. I mean, my kids still think Santa's a real thing. Like when? when is and they're the like right? 16 years old. What are you going to tell them? Whoa. Because Santa is real. No one ever told that. And my wife and I were talking about. She's like, "Are we doing them a disservice by telling them that Santa's real?" Because I'm like, "Stop with the whole thing." Jay, Santa is real. You stop that. I don't know. I'm on your side, Pat. I don't think you are. Well, what's wrong with you? When is the right time to tell your kids that Santa is not real? There's no right time because Santa's real. Santa's real. You know, my daughter Esther talked about this watching Elf and all these Christmas movies. She goes, "Let me ask you something. Let me ask you something." How is it Stop that everyone believes in Santa Claus and Santa Claus really exists in these movies? So who has been giving the kids the presents the whole time? Santa the comes. parents have been giving it to them. But in the world of the movie, the parents are shocked by the existence of Santa well, Claus. You know why? Because, because they've you, been buying their kids the gifts the whole time. Got so no, how does no, Santa Claus got, fit no, in? No, you got non-believers like Jay. So they don't I'm believe. I'm a believer. No, I'm, I'm you a, got non-believers. Please don't put me in this in the world, but I, I want to back up for a second. I'm trying to tell my daughter that Santa's coming down this small pipe in her house because we have one of those like electric fireplaces. Like, don't worry. Santa fits down any pipe. He comes <laughs> down. <laughs> so, yeah. A non-believer. That's I love this time of year. I think everyone does. You know, it's a great time of year. Oh. Yates cut. What did Yates, Yates say? He said, we don't have no chimneys in my crib. Ain't so. really had a chimney. So I was like, ah. Santa had to come through the back door. Look, like, Santa was locked. Double lock. 
A double now, lock back door. Santa here's Santa before <laughs> outside. It's yeah. locked. Here's <laughs> before Yates's time, and actually before Jay's time too. I don't think I think before everyone's time on this show right now. Because Shannon and Key are here. Um, there was uh, in Beat Street. You know the movie Beat Street. I've never heard of Beat Street. Before. You've never heard of Beat Street? No. What? What? What is Beat Street? What? All right, you you have a homework assignment over the vacation. What year did the movie Beat come Street. out? Eighty three, maybe eighty four. It was two. But it was like one of the seminal, uh, uh, you know, hip-hop movies. Okay, i just never seen it. So Kumo D and the Treacherous Three were in Beach Street okay. and did a whole Santa Claus, like, uh, song, basically. That was classic in the day. But I'm, I'm, I'm old. What I realize now is I'm talking about a world that doesn't exist anymore. I'm just old as, as the hills. Yeah, I'm over here on Web3, man. That's Watch where that. I'm at. Exactly. Will you speak English, please? You sound like Snoop the other day. He's like, oh, I used to type my lyrics on a typewriter. However Snoop does it is how you should do it. Facts. That dude has been fresh since day one. All right. Steve in Missouri. Who's the scariest team in the NFL? Obviously, I think it's San Francisco. And and the reason is, is you got to think about the backup quarterback. You talk about, I think, the greatest team right now is probably the Bills with Josh Allen. But he's one hit away. Um, look at two in Miami, one hit away. You got to think about who has the best defense and then what quarterback is the best backup. And obviously, San Francisco showing everyone they got a guy that can handle it and control the game, and the defense is doing their stuff. I agree with him. I, I said it today at the top of our show that out of all the teams in the NFC, the one team that I think can stand in the middle of that boxing ring and go pound for pound blow. With the Eagles, I trust that the 49ers are that team way more than I think the Cowboys are, and that's saying that's with Brock Purdy. I got to tell you, as soon as Garoppolo took over, even before I knew that Purdy could do this, and he's looked better than Garoppolo's looked this year, um, I said it back then, I think the biggest threat to the Eagles in the conference is not the Cowboys, it's the Niners. I think think here's the problem with the Cowboys. The Cowboys, we are more – look – it's the most popular team. Remember when Charles Barkley the other day was like, why do we always talk about the Lakers? Because they have the most fans, Chuck. That's why. You know what? <clears throat> they have the most fans by far. The Lakers got the most fans worldwide. It's the biggest brand in basketball worldwide. History of basketball. It's not close. More Lakers, number one. The Bulls? Bulls back yeah. In oh, yeah. Jordan yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, well, Jordan is the biggest star ever. That Bulls team was the greatest team ever. But in terms of worldwide okay. fame, right. yeah, brand, right. the whole thing, it's the Lakers. It's got the most fans in this country, too. Yeah. So... We talk about them because on national shows, you need to appeal to the broadest possible audience, right? So that's what we do with the Cowboys, too. You want to talk about the team that the most people nationally will care about. Local show is different, but national show. So we're always on the Cowboys. And because of that, Jay, in a sport where people don't know the rosters like that, not like in the NBA because there's so many people on a football roster that there are more obscure players in football. But the Cowboys roster is well-known to everyone. Even to the analysts and, pl- and people here at ESPN, other networks, they're on our minds more. So there's a ten- And they're usually pretty good. So there's a tendency to overrate them. We look at the roster, it looks more star-studded than maybe it in fact is compared to rosters like the Niners, right? And the Cowboys wind up overrated. Shelton in Kansas City. Hey, what's going on, Uncle Jay? What's going on, Uncle Mac? What's going uh, on? I feel like, man, the team that I don't talk about the most, man, the Baltimore Ravens. Ever since yeah, week man. six, they uh, acquired Roquan Smith, man. The defense has been balling out. You know, they've been up double digits on almost every team. They beat the Bengals, 
they're still number one in the division and they're three and on in the, in the division. So I feel, you know, like Uncle Keith be saying sometimes when playoff season, playoff time comes, you get in that cold weather, you can barely pass the ball. All you can do is run the ball. So I feel like the Ravens is the team to be feared for. I mean, he ain't wrong about it. I mean, he's not wrong. But Remember I, my we preseason pick, Jay? We had to clarify. Yeah, you did pick. You and the I've never so moved off it. I just want to clarify something before we go to break here. I am not an uncle. I'm Cousin Jay. You Your and uncle. Key, you and Key are the uncles, okay? You guys are the ones coming up to the parties with the Bluetooth in your ears, walking around. You're like, just the I youngest got, uncle who's the, trying no, to. No, no, I'm yeah. the cousin, man. No, no, you're the youngest the uncle cousin. that's trying to act the, like the cousin, but you're really like an uncle. I'm putting in the same box age-wise as you guys. Not, Wait, what not movie cool. was it where the father was younger than the son? <laughs> which one was that? <laughs> what was that? Uh, <laughs> you know which one I'm talking yes, about? Yes, I though, do. Right? Uh, yeah, you're just the young uncle who's no, trying to that, play it off. That's no, all that is. I don't like that role. Can I say something quick about the Ravens? I picked them preseason. I've never moved off them. I'm still picking them, even though I have reservations. But when you look, guys, how many teams can say the following in the NFL? I believe it's only one. They have had a fourth-quarter lead in every game they've played. Baltimore. That means you can beat anybody. It means you, you've you been deep into the game better than the other team, whether or not it... It ended that way. Rave, I understand what the caller makes a very good point. Ravens are live. Don't say, but I would call the Ravens a sleeper team, not a scary team. Who is the scariest team in the NFL? Plus, if the Giants missed the playoffs, was it still a successful year? Keyshawn J. Will and Max on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, ESPN2. Listen to Keyshawn J. Will and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. It's demon time on Prize Picks, where you can now win up to 100 times your money. That's right, 100, 100 times, times your money. With as little as four correct picks, you can turn $10 into $1,000. Demons and Goblins are the newest and most exciting way to play at Prize Picks. Squares marked with red demons or green goblins get you different payouts. And as always, Prize Picks is really simple to play. You can make your picks and submit your entry in less than 60 seconds. They even offer injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stats types are what make prize picks the number one daily fantasy sports app go to prizepicks.com morning and use code morning for a first deposit match up to 100 that's prizepicks.com morning code morning for a first deposit match up to 100 prize picks pick more pick less it's that easy Support for this podcast and the following message comes from Wise, the account that helps you manage your money all around the world. Dining in dollars, doing business and bot, wherever life takes you, the Wise account helps you send, spend, and receive in different currencies fast. Wise is the easy way to connect all of your finances internationally. Buying that dream property in Portugal? Done. Freelancing in France? No problem. Sending money back to mom? Simple. All without hidden fees or exchange rate markups. Minimum fees, maximum ease, full speed. Join 16 million customers and learn how the Wise account could work for you by downloading the app or visiting wise.com slash unsportsmanlike. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. <laughs> Everyone's very upset. Jay spilled the nope. beans. Nope. Nope. Santa will be showing up at our house. Really? Well, sooner or later. Same. Same. He'll find a way. Yep, me too. Don't I mean, guys, scold it. On the West Coast Bad right Jay. now, it's just, four, you, just You can go ahead morning. and just, just read the thing on the screen. We're fine. Just, and then we'll see Santa in a couple days. All right. In 15 minutes, you're going to hear Grinch Williams and A.J. Brown. It's not. Don't start calling me Grinch Williams. 7.30 a.m. Eastern. <laughs> Eagles superstar A.J. Brown joins us. Uh, ESPN Radio has you covered for bowl game action. Tune in today for the Hometown Lenders Bahamas Bowl. Coverage begins at 11 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Our boss, Justin, said all you had to do was make it four hours today. The kids aren't four, in the four, car listening to Sports Talk hours. Radio right now. Where? Where are they listening to Sports Talk Radio at 718? <laughs> you stop. <sighs> and at 418 on the West Coast. No one's listening. To, like, My daughter's Yeah, no, Christmas nobody has kids in the car. Is- Actually, no, at 718, a kid who's old enough to believe in Santa Claus. Let's get two callers. All right. So, anyway, who's the scariest team in the NFL? Lewis in Texas (laughs) on line six. What's up, Take control, Pat. Lewis, what do you got? Hey, good good morning, Jay Will, and good morning, Matt. Good morning. So yeah, I called y'all yesterday, and yeah, no, I'm calling you today. Thank God I got lucky. So the scariest team to me in the NFL is the Bengals because of the sustained success that they built last year when they was the scariest team and the way that they have not really – they got it together, and I don't see them slowing down now. And to let y'all know, I got Miami Dolphins. They're going to go up there to Buffalo. They're not the Tampa Bucks whenever it was 40 degrees. They're going to go up there and win. And Tyreek Hill will probably do some running trick plays like a, you know, like mm-hmm. a wide receiver type play. But uh, those are my two predictions. And, I, and my wild card is I took – remember yesterday I took John Morant over uh, Giannis. And y'all see, so my sports are pretty good this week, fellas. Okay. All right, hey, listen, I'll, I'll say this about uh, – wait, what was the first point he made? He made three points. He made talks about the Bengals. The Bengals, yes. yes. I think that's a great point. <laughs> the reason the Bengals are scary is they got some money in the bank already. They've made deposits. Like, another team might make you think they're scary, but what have they actually done? Bengals were, in the, were scary enough to be in the Super Bowl last year. Oh, and don't let the Miami Dolphins find a way to win in Buffalo. I will be on the show. Yep. I will be talking so much trash. We won't see Key for a month. Everyone. Yeah. To everyone. He, let it happen. He's going to take if if the if, if the Dolphins win, Key's taking all his vacation time. Who else we got? Bill in Pennsylvania. What do you got? Good morning, guys. Uh, Good morning. Hey, Max. What's in your coffee today, man? You don't stop, brother. Mm-hmm. With what? Right? Yeah, you got the Baileys in there this morning. He's doing. It. He's doing. It. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm tanked. Up Detroit Lions and the Dallas Cowboys. In the playoffs, and Detroit wins. I'd love to see it. I, yo, Detroit is just, man, I, I, I got hooked into watching a show on HBO, like this offseason, like watching it about them. Hard like, knocks. It, it, it just, I, their character, man, like Dan Campbell and their character that they have. <laughs> Say what you want about Jared Goff, and I know he's you know, better at home than he is on the road, but still, like, they just play with a certain kind of fire. Whose career would you rather have so far, Goff or Dak Prescott? It's, why, it's such a setup question. I mean, Who's I'm much rather really playing that? for the Dallas Cowboys, but I mean, okay, I'd so one super, guy. I'd rather have a Super Bowl appearance. How many Pro Bowls has someone look up? How many Pro Bowls Dak's been to? Uh, one guy has was the number one overall pick. 
has made two Pro Bowls, played in a Super Bowl, and is now succeeding with a second franchise. I just like Dak Prescott's situation way better than I like Detroit. Okay. Who's more accomplished? Jared Goff is as of right now. So it's just interesting. But who's who's but you, career? But you can't say one that, guy played that, in that Dallas, the other guy Goff, played in L.A. Well, Max, it doesn't mean that Jared Goff is a better player. Uh, well, Are you saying that Jared Goff is a better have? player? I think it's they're comparable. he's more accomplished. Is he I think da- I, I think Dak is a little better than Jared Goff. A little better? Yeah, I don't. I think you when have Dak Pre- when it have, all is said and you done, had your rankings came out. Dak Prescott was tenth. like tenth. Yeah, so Jared, Jared Goff, like probably twelfth or something. You have Jared Goff twelfth, something like that. We need to do a new Max's ranking. Sure. You did not have Jared Goff in your top fifteen when you were going when you were dismantling Kirk Cousins. You know, I got to look at that. Jared Goff was nowhere in the I gotta conversation look at that, for you. Actually. You're I just look at making that. that up. You're pulling nope. out your ass. Nope. Well, I don't know if uh, we're, this is a, this is a children's show. First, you tell the kids about Santa Claus, and now you're you're using that kind of language, Jay. This is ridiculous, Max. You had Jared Goff. No, See, there it goes. You guys are relentless. You had Jared Goff nowhere on your list. Jared Goff, if you look you at his one career. Kirk Cousins, and Jared Goff was Jared nowhere Goff on your list. Jared Goff looked like he was trending in the wrong direction, and now he's with a bad franchise. He's turned it around. Now look at their careers. It is, this is what I'm saying. It is unclear at this moment who, when they are retired, will be remembered as having the greater careers, being the better quarterback. Right now it feels like Dak Prescott. Once upon a time it felt like Jared Goff. In the future, who knows? This all just came to your head right now. I know how your brain works. And no, now I've been talking about this on this. You've not in. been talking about. Yep. So now you're going to use two p.m. Eastern what you've been handsome host on another show, not on this show, to justify your position. So Jay, you've been saying that Jared I have Goff so is many a- shows, I can't keep track of them all. Glenn so in New Jersey, you're on the Dr. Pepper call in line. What you got? Hey, people, I don't, under, I don't understand everybody's confidence in uh, Kyle Shanahan for the simple fact that he was running two offenses who had leads in the Super Bowls, and you could argue his play calling cost the game to team the games. I mean, where's the confidence coming him? I mean, nobody talks about how he blew two Super Bowls as the offensive coordinator. Julio Jones makes a great catch, and then they have this guy dropping back, throwing balls. All they had to do was run, and they would have won that Super Bowl. And yep. to me, he skates on that. Well, okay, I mean, that's true. Wait, Glenn. Kyle Shanahan? Glenn, let me ask you something. You have yes, to, you good have to point. get to a Super Bowl in order yes. to throw it, though, my man. What about the fact that Shanahan teams make deep playoff runs, both when he was an OC, and then the Falcons' offense never looked the same after he left? And in in San Francisco, what about that part? I agree with you about the other part, Glenn, but what about that part? Give him credit for what he's done, absolutely, but also take him to task for making or not being able to finish the games. I mean, that needs to be said, too. You're right, but then again, maybe he gets better from that experience, you know? Who, you, who do you like at it? What, what topic do you see here that you like, Jay? A lot of callers waiting. Oh, Louis in Saratoga Springs. You're on with Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max. Louis in Saratoga Louis, Springs. Louis, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Good morning. Good morning, Shoot, brother. What do you got, man? Okay, I've been a Cowboy fan since 1975. Okay. Now, as long as Prescott is the quarterback, they will never, ever win a Super Bowl because Roger Starbucks, he had the it. Mm-hmm. Troy Aikman, they had that it. Prescott is overrated. Jerry Jones made a huge mistake by giving all that money. He, he's a great backup quarterback. But when it, came, when it comes to the pressure to time, he, he throws interceptions. He doesn't know how to play the game. Oh, Jay, it's so funny how divided people are on this topic about Dak. Not just about Dak, but on this subject. 
Some people, and I'm one of them, feel that from an early point, on, Jay. Yeah. I'm derailing the conversation right yeah. now. Because on our screen. That's top 10. We had your top 10. Oh, you, you had know what? Dak. I was going to read it for our callers. Patrick Holmes, one. Jalen Hurts, two. Joe Burrow, three. This is Max's that ranking. That was this season. Th- that was this Not, is last month. Yes, but Th- that was is, how they were playing so far this year. Hold on. Joe Burrow, three. Josh Allen, four. Two of five. Geno, six. Dak, seven. Justin Herbert, eight. Aaron Rodgers, nine. Tom Brady, ten. And on the outside, just missing the cut, Justin Fields, Kirk Cousins, okay. Lamar Jackson. I got to say something about Jared this. Goff, Wait a minute. Nowhere okay. on let me, the let me, list. Let me say something about this. Nowhere on Number the list. Number one. You're lying told, to the American wait, stop, people. Stop. I told Shannon ten times. Kirk Cousins did not just miss the cut. Don't put his name there. Shannon felt that way. Included his name on a graphic. I said, change the graphic. You know what I, Shannon said? Too late. So this is why, Shannon, I told you, don't put that stupid thing together that way. Because I don't feel that Kirk Cousins almost made the cut. That's number one. Number two. Number, number one on top of your number one. I remember you saying that. I will give you credit for yeah. that. But I also don't remember you saying that Jared Goff's name should be on there. Correct. Can I tell you why? Because this is a list that tracked how the quarterbacks were playing to that point in this season only. So you take the whole season to account with a heavy recency bias. That's why, the way I do the list. That was the criteria. Now, at that point, that's how I felt everyone was playing. Since then, there have been, what, four weeks of NFL football? Jared Goff has put up like 40 points a week. Guess what? He's moved up the list. He's moved up past Dak. This year so far? Yeah, he's, uh, he's just are, a little past this that. This is yep. erroneous. Yep. This, is, this is like ludicrous speed in space balls. That's what this is right he's now. He's gone plaid. <laughs> <laughs> but, Jay, Jay, I want to get back to the thing about Dak. It's really interesting to me. There are people like me who look at Dak and think – he has that thing. Mm. I thought he had it since his first preseason game. It's like he just has it. And people really think that he's a leader and he's good under pressure. In fact, he only has the one playoff win, but he was great in that playoff game against Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers just made an impossible play to beat him, right? But there are other people who feel exactly the opposite. Like, Dak doesn't, like, it's the it thing. That, it's one thing to be polarized, like a quarter, quarterback to create a polarized kind of opinions about him on one side. He's good. But it's another thing for the it factor to have people. So, you know, usually people agree. Yeah, he has it or he doesn't. People are split on Dak. Does Dak have it? 888-SAY-ESPN-729-3776. Here's what I want to happen for the Cowboys. Micah Parsons is that player for them. He's that entity, right? If you're looking out outside the Dallas Cowboys. People look at the Dallas Cowboys as the evil empire. Right, Max? Mm-hmm. Yep. Michael Parsons has to be the emperor. He has to be. Because that dude is not Dak. Dak doesn't have that. So you're that saying Dak act. doesn't have it. He, he does, but Micah does, and that defense does. I see like that whole trash-talking thing about Jalen Hurts own that. Because that's the personality. That's the identity that team needs in order to get over the hump. I see it a little differently. I'm a Giants fan. So were you way back when I was a kid. Phil Simms had it. He just won the best player on the team. That was Lawrence Taylor, right? So, like, I think Dak does have it, but, but like, star quality to him. But Michael Parsons is the best player on the team. You know, like, but do you – does Dak have it, yes or no? And, you know, Joe Burrow's got it. It's, it's not only is he a great Patrick player. Patrick it. Like, Justin Herbert's probably it. better than Joe Burrow. I don't know if he has that thing, though, that we're talking about. We're going to find out. He has it. You think so? I think he has You think it. He, has, he has, like, He's been carrying this star team leadership injuries. stuff? He's been we're going to find team, out about dude. it. He's never been to the playoffs. Uh, I, okay. You know I love Justin Herbert. I'm just saying. 
it just doesn't mean you're good. It means you have an extra star component to you. Eagles superstar wide receiver. Does he have it? A.J. Brown? Caught up with Jay. You're going to hear that. Keyshawn J. Willemax on ESPN Radio. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. Does Dak Prescott have it? 888-SAY-ESPN-729-3776. So, like, Jay, I think Jared Goff is playing very well this year, and he's had an underrated career. I, I, he doesn't have it, though. There's a difference. It is like that star quality, that alpha thing that makes your team believe that because you got, because they got you, they can win. I mean, but that is Justin Herbert, though. Like, it, it, with all the injuries that team has sustained, like, he's been single-handedly keeping them in a lot of games. He's an this incredible player. He's an incredible player, and maybe he does have it. I just... It's, it's not exactly what so I'm talking like, about. So I think there's levels to it. Okay. Right? Like, it, there's a lot of players that have it. Like, physically, they have it. And then there's That's also Justin another Herbert. Then there's another level of it that, like, in the biggest moments, yeah. they have it as well. Yep. And then the best have both. Yes. Right. Yeah. All right. Eagles superstar wide receiver A.J. Brown caught up with Grinch Williams yesterday. Gosh. Here is that conversation. <laughs> so, A.J., Talk to me a little bit about this relationship that you have with Jalen Hurts. I've heard it described as a brotherhood. Take me inside what that mm-hmm. means, man. Um, I think this is someone that, uh, besides the game of football that we play, I think it goes beyond that. It, um, the relationship we have built over the years is uh, it's a special relationship. We, we count on each other, lean on each other um, um, off the field, so... You know, things on the field just it just kind of makes it a little more more easier because we play a game that we love and and we and we we both want to be great. So um, we know what to expect from each other and we hold each other at the uh, hold each other to that standard. So I've had a couple of brothers in my lifetime as an NBA player, and I know how I feel, frankly, when people say things about my brother or my teammate. I take it pretty personally. So I need you to take me inside the locker room, AJ. When when Michael Parsons came out and talked about Jalen. Hurts and your team. What was the conversation like in the locker room? Take me inside, man. Um, it wasn't no conversation. It wasn't no conversation. It was just it was all goes on Chicago. Um, I'm sure we'll discuss that when we'll discuss the Cowboys in another week. But we, it wasn't no conversation about uh, my comparison at all. That's not our focus. We're focused on Chicago, trying to get a win this week. So that's the answer. You give it no energy at all. It doesn't deserve your time nah, until it, it deserves your time. No, 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 no. It wasn't no energy at all, like you said. And that's that, and that's the one perception. Like that's his, that's what he believes. That's that's fine. <laughs> so I know how it is as a former player, man. Sometimes you circle games on the calendar mm-hmm. and on the schedule, and you're like, all right, like that's all right. when that game gets here, that game's gonna mean something. But in the interim, now that you guys have the bears how is it how difficult is it not to focus on what's next but to focus on what's right in front of you how do you do that i think uh early on in the year when we took our first loss i think it just kind of just um kind of woke us up and just kind of just you know it didn't surprise us but we know we can't take no one lightly we gotta we gotta handle our business, and then the next one is is Chicago. That's the next game, so that's the biggest game for us. And we know we gotta come out and play our play our style of football. Um, so we can't look ahead. We can't look ahead because someone to shock us. We, we need no surprises. So you guys are twelve and one, man. Does it still feel like you guys maybe don't get the respect that you think a twelve and one team should deserve? Everybody keeps talking about the Cowboys. People keep talking about. 
you know, the Chiefs and other teams, but it seems mm-hmm. like they don't talk about the Eagles with the same kind of respect level. Um, that's a that's another good thing about this team that we don't really care about what someone has to say or respect, and we know we want we want respect from our peers and our teammates and the people we play against. You know, uh, not people on ESPN or whatever they have to say. However they, how, however the analytics uh, draw it up, uh, we 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 don't care. That's a that's a, once again that's something that's someone's perception. That's someone you know. Uh, so we, we don't really give it too much thought. You know. Uh, at the end of the day, we're trying to be the last two teams playing for it all, and 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 that's how we're trying to win respect. We're trying to win each game, win this game, win the next game, and and we're just trying to do that. That's all the thing we focus on. I know it's just your first year with GLM, but what is your evaluation of your third year quarterback thus far? Uh, he's been outstanding. He's been locked in on another level. Um, the the thing I like the most. About him is the way he prepares, the way he gets ready for a game, how he approaches the game, how you put in the work. Um, so I think that's the most impressive. He's he's definitely a professional. Um, so yeah. AJ, how does he how does he prepare for a game? What's different? Um, just just how he's always watching film. He's he's one of the first ones in, and one of the last ones to leave. Um, I walked in this morning. He was he beat me here, and he was already working out. You know, working on his mechanics, and you know he's really dialed in, and he knows what's 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 ahead of us, and he's trying to be prepared and, and do his part. Most important. How do you think you guys developed the chemistry so quickly between you two? Um, I think that goes to I think that goes back on on our friendship um, off the field, and we both know what we want to accomplish on the field. So um i think when you when you have two guys that know what they want and and working for that like i said it's easy to hold hold someone accountable for that you know hold someone accountable to that um my apologies and i think that's just what we've been doing and 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 once again we're having fun and we're just playing ball but see aj it sounds like you're playing ball with somebody that you've known for a really long time like a childhood <laughs> friend that you could just be real with you know it's it feels so different sure. when i hear your tone talk about it for sure it is, it is it is like um i i can just most definitely go up to him and tell him i see this i see that and he see this and he see that and that's just so easy how we communicate and and next thing you know i'll double move the guy for a td or something like that or just something how he sees and it, and it's just communication is key um, between us, and and that is how we communicate. So. AJ, where would you say your chemistry level is with Jalen right now in your first year, as opposed to where it was with Ryan Tannehill in Tennessee? Um, I think it's about the same. I, to be honest, I think it's about the same. Um, I think it's just a little more freedom over here. I'm not trying to compare the two, but um, I could easily go talk to Tannehill and tell him things and. But um, with Jen, I think we just have a little more freedom to um, to to do a little more. So I think that's that's probably like the the, the biggest thing. I mean, that has to be nice to be in an offense where you can actually make reads and and let it rip, let it play. I mean, that has to that sounds like way more fun than something more structured. Oh, for sure, for sure. You definitely want that structure too, you know. And he does a good job. He he, he does a good job. Like not right now. Be patient. And, and and we both know we we trust that, and we know when the time comes, we'll make that play for each other. You know, there's been so much talk, AJ, around who is the MVP of this league, and 
You, you got names up there like Joe Burrow and the five games they've won in a row. You got obviously Patrick Mahomes, who's always playing at a high level. You got Jalen. Is Jalen Hurts the MVP of this league right now? Um, I'm gonna be biased from a friendship from a friend standpoint. I, I would say yes. Um, I know he doesn't care about that. He's not worried about that. He's trying to win games, and so am I. Um, but that's that's the friend in me talking. You know, as the player in me, we do we do not care about that. We try to win games. Um, <laughs> so. Well, AJ, I really appreciate you taking the time with us today, brother. And best of luck in your game against Chicago. And hopefully, we'll be talking again when it's Super Bowl time, man. All right. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max, we got a lot to respond to there, Jay. Don't forget that you can tune into Eagles Bears on Sunday. Coverage begins at noon Eastern on select ESPN radio stations. There's something in specifically that A.J. Brown told you during that interview, Jay. Plus, Micah Parsons responded to the backlash he got over his comments on Jalen Hurts. Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max. ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and ESPN2. From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors... You're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Reggie White, who's a defensive end for the Green Bay Packers, says that the firebombing of his church in Knoxville, Tennessee this week was the work of racists who may have been trying to hurt him. First there was one fire, then there was another, then there was another. It wasn't just Reggie's church that burnt down. Hundreds of churches burned in the 90s. I think we have a major problem in our country that we don't want to admit, and that has to do with racism. Was this 1996 or 1956? 30 for 30 podcast and Antscape presents Through the Flames. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. Death is the only punishment here. Now streaming, FX's Shogun. My master asks, what do you seek here? To vanquish our common enemies. Based on the global bestseller by James Clavell. War is coming. The epic saga of war, passion, and power. Let it come. FX's Shogun. Now streaming on Hulu. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max. Micah Parsons, he openly questioned how much credit Eagles quarterback Jalen Hurts deserves. Peyton Manning had Marvin Harrison, Edron James, Reggie Wayne, Dallas Clark, Mathis on the defense, Freeney on the defense. That quarterback makes that personnel go. You cannot take away from the potential greatness that Jalen Hurts has just because he's surrounded around a great cast of characters. Keyshawn J. Willemax on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Click more on the lower right-hand corner of the app. Scroll down to live radio. You're not tied to your car. You can 
take us wherever. So, look, we'll hear from uh, Michael Parsons in a minute, but we want to respond to something that A.J. Brown told Jay. This was a really interesting part of an interesting conversation you had with A.J. that we just played earlier. You can download the podcast and listen to it. Listen to this part where he's talking about, you're talking about, but set up the question, Jay, so people know specifically what he's answering, comparing Hurts to Tannehill. So he talked about his chemistry, and he said that his chemistry with Jalen Hurts was off the charts. And I said, okay, how does that chemistry in your first year with Jalen Hurts compare to the chemistry at a high that you had with Ryan Tannehill? Right, because, of course, he was with the Titans for years before he got to the Eagles. Here's A.J. Brown's answer. I think it's about the same. I, to be honest, I think it's about the same. Um, I think it's just a little more freedom over here. I'm not trying to compare the two, but I could easily go talk to Tannehill and tell him things. And but um, with Jen, I think we just have a little more freedom to 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 do a little more. So I think that's probably like the biggest thing. So I I love doing these type of interviews, right? Because everybody in the Eagles organization they're very prepped for all the interviews, right? You're not gonna Get them in the aha, got you moment. So the prepped answer came out at first for A.J. Brown, right? Oh, they're, they're kind of the same, which to me was revealing also, right? Because Ryan Tannehill, you play with him for a long period of time. You just got to, to You to, just got to, to, to Philly yeah. in your first year with Jalen Hurts. Yep. But the back end of the comment is what told me at the first part of the comment, Max, was a lie. It's different. There's a lot more freedom, which means it's better, for A.J. Brown. And let me tell you some stats. Brown already has 1,020 yards this season, which is 55 yards short of his career high with 10 TDs, which is one short of his career high in TDs that he had in Tennessee. He's already I mean, breaking. Tannehill's no Jalen Hurts. That's on. what I'm yeah. saying. And they were a run-heavy offense. This is very different because you have a quarterback that can make plays happen, that can get out of pocket, that can throw the ball differently, can spin it way differently than Ryan Tannehill ever could. I have to credit Howie Roseman who won a Super Bowl for the first time in Eagles history, tore the team down and built a new one, kept some key components, Jason Kelsey and everything. But I want to say something about, again, what Mike T says, and many do, how the quarterback's the CEO of the franchise. First of all, he brings in Sirianni. Sirianni is is an unquestioned success so far. He builds around Jalen Hurts, O-line, D-line, linebackers, secondary, receivers, brings in A.J. Brown as like the finishing touch on a masterpiece, running backs, the whole thing. Jalen Hurts, when people talk about leadership and maturity, and I talk about like he and Joe Burrow coaches sons, they sound that way when they talk, Hurts in particular. This team is mission-focused. It's not just, here's the standard, I'm not going to give you anything football answer because we don't want to step in it and we play for Belichick. They are mission-focused, all of them. Listen to Jason Kelsey speak. Listen to Jalen Hurts speak. Listen to... uh, A.J. Brown talk, right? And, and, but it starts, and I mentioned Kelsey because he's, you know, he's been there a long time, but it starts really on a team with the quarterback. Mm-hmm. J- this team is lockstep. They love their quarterback. They follow his lead. They're comprised of players who, who pay attention to the task at hand. The, uh, there's a reason they only got one loss on the season, Jay. And Max, let me tell you, for guys, too, you can tell there's a certain energy level. There's an excitement for a guy like A.J. Brown, right? And I, I feel for A.J. Brown. During the interview, I was literally thinking about myself. When he was talking about, yeah, 
no shade to what Tennessee had, but they're run-heavy offense, very structured, right? He had 1,000-yard seasons there because he wasn't the primary focus. That was Derrick Henry. And I was like, oh, <laughs> that was me in the triangle offense. The ball's not in my hands. We're not running pick and rolls. It's built for either a wing or a big that we're giving the ball down to Tyson or Eddie, Eddie, Eddie Curry. Right? Whereas in college, oh, we have freedom, a ton of pick and roll. I'm like, oh, I can shoot the ball from anywhere. I can make plays happen. That's how A.J. Brown Imagine having Brown Eddie Curry feels, and Jay right? Will, and you're like, we're going to run a system for Eddie Curry. That's how A.J. Brown feels with Jalen Hurts, the freedom. Like, our, the numbers prove it. The way they play proves it. Micah Parsons, on the other hand, is on a team that does not always sound mission-focused to me. And that maybe starts at the top with Jerry Jones, who's a – by the way, I keep mentioning – it's unlikely. You don't that think Jerry the, Jones is mission focused? Well, it's unlikely that the owner of a team is as good a GM as Jerry Jones. It's just unlikely because it's hard to be a GM, and he's a pretty good one. He ain't the best one, but he's a pretty good one. But he's also the owner and a showman and a businessman and basically Don King, right? Like he's basically a promoter who talks a pile of mess, and you got to read between the lines and, and can just keep talking. Jerry Jones, because of the showmanship and the brand of the Cowboys. Maybe it starts there, but no, I don't feel that the Cowboys always sound as a unit, as a group, the way the Eagles sound right now, mission-focused. Here's Micah Parsons, who started all this by telling Vaughn Miller, is Jalen Hurts really in the MVP conversation, or is that the team? Here's Micah Parsons on the reaction to his questions about Jalen Hurts. I'm pretty sure they hate me. (laughs) I mean, you got to stand on everything you say just as a man. Um, But obviously, they small-clipped it. And just took one line of what uh, was really talked about. But um, no pun intended or no disrespect to Hurts. I think he's doing great this year. Um, but you know I me, mean? I'm a defensive guy. And, you know, I said their Eagles defense is just a team to watch. Not ones that ever disrespect Hurts or any other player in any way. I'm just talking football. Like, if football is a, a hurtful conversation, then what are we playing for? I think the job's more hurtful than conversation. You know, if we can't have opinions, I mean, you guys get to talk all day. Why can't we just <laughs> talk a little chatter, you know? Yeah! I love it! I love it! Christmas Eve, I want it, Max. Yep. It was the same thing with A.J. Brown a little bit, right? At first, you see him a little bit hesitant. Like, well, you know, admit no disrespect. And then by the end of it, he was like, what, the media talks bleep? We can't talk bleep? Like, it, what we have hurtful conversations all day long. Yo, you think he's good at radio? Nah, he's whack. You think he's good at this sport? Nah, he ain't, he ain't as good as this dude. It's okay to have confidence in yourself. As long as you don't get your, as long as you don't overlook Jacksonville, you take care of business, it's going to lead to the game that we all want to see. And trust me, A.J. Brown, Jalen Hurts, they can sit up there and tell you all it's about Chicago all day long. They thinking about the Cowboys too. Please. There's something about, I hear what you're saying, Jay. But Micah is differently talented than the rest of the Cowboys and really the rest of the league, right? And, and it's a little different. Like, he can handle that. Can everyone on the Cowboys? Can Dak Prescott? You know, I, I, hmm. we, will, we shall question. see. If, if the best player, I don't so know. So you feel like, like top to bottom, the Eagles are more built for that because of the way yeah. they go about it as a unit, as – there's Cowboys. also something about the way a personality comes off. Like LT back in the day, Lawrence Taylor, if he would have said something like that, but there would have been something underneath, not joking around, not laughing at it, there would have been a meanness to it that you could rally behind. This is almost like media sensational type stuff that I, I, I get the, a different feeling about what the rat – like I think this helps the Eagles, not the Cowboys. Let's put it that way, which I'm happy about. I hate them both, but 
probably I hate the Cowboys a little more. Hey, we're about to go three and out with three. Usually that's not a good thing, but with three of the biggest NFL games of the weekend here on Keyshawn J. Willem X on ESPN Radio. Listen to Keyshawn J. Willem X live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. You are.